Hi, this is Sumedha from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 17th of July. The Supreme Court today said that it is considering to refer the Delhi government's petition against the center's ordinance on control of services to the constitution bench. The court said, and I quote, for the first time they have used power conferred under clause 7 of article 239AA to take services outside the purview of Delhi government. In a way, constitution has been amended and we have to see if that is permissible. We will hear the challenge to the ordinance by a constitution bench, unquote. In May, the centre had cleared an ordinance on the transfer and posting of bureaucrats in Delhi. It negated the Supreme Court's verdict that the Delhi government has control over the matter. In the same hearing, the court also recommended that the Lieutenant Governor and Chief Minister collaborate and agree on a suitable candidate for the chairperson of the Delhi Electricity Regulatory Commission, which is the capital's power regulator. The Supreme Court further observed that the Delhi government and LG have to rise above political bickering. The next hearing is scheduled for Thursday. The water level of Yamuna is likely to rise for next 12 to 15 hours. As per the Central Water Commission, it might hit the 206.1-metre mark by 9pm tonight. The CWC said that localised rainfall in the catchment area like Bhagpat is contributing to the rise, even though discharge from the Hatni Kun barrage has not been high. Meanwhile, the government has put relocation efforts for residents of low-lying areas on hold due to the marginal but steady rise in the water levels. AAP Minister Atishi tweeted that there is no danger for the people of Delhi due to the rising water level. But she also requested people living in relief camps to go back to their homes only after the water level is below the danger mark. Amidst water logging and floods, Delhi reported a total of 27 cases of dengue in the past one week. This month, 41 dengue cases have been reported so far. There is a rise in malaria cases as well, with 16 cases having been reported so far this month. Congress President Malika Arjun Kharge has said that his party's plan to set up a united front is rattling the BJP. His comments came hours ahead of the second meeting of opposition parties in Bengaluru to plan a joint strategy for the 2024 Lok Sabha elections. This two-day meeting is likely to be attended by 24 opposition parties. It's likely to discuss issues related to sharing of seats and coordination, as well as communication amongst the parties. The first meeting of 16 opposition parties was held in Patna in June. Referring to a meeting of the BJP-led National Democratic Alliance in July, Kharge asked, and I quote, PM Narendra Modi had said, I am alone enough for the opposition, while speaking in Rajya Sabha. Then why is he bringing together 30 parties? Who are these 30 parties? What are their names? And are they all registered with the Election Commission? Unquote. Congress General Secretary K.C. Venugopal said that the meeting of the opposition parties will be a game-changer in Indian politics. He also said the opposition parties are united by a common purpose to protect democracy. In Jammu and Kashmir, three government employees have been terminated from service on the basis of reports prepared by the security agencies under the special provisions of Article 311. This is under Section 2C, which does not require any departmental inquiry. It allows the Lieutenant Governor to act on the report filed by the security agencies on the credentials of government employees. This was amongst the special provisions incorporated in Article 311 of the Constitution of India in Jammu and Kashmir in 2021. Amongst the suspended employees are the Public Relations Officer of the Kashmir University, a policeman and a Revenue Department Officer. A report published in The Hindu 
quoted officials who claimed that these employees were actively working with Pakistani terror outfits, providing logistics to terrorists, propagating terrorist ideology, raising terror finances and furthering a sectionist agenda. As part of the policy of zero tolerance against terrorism, a total of 52 employees, including engineers, teachers and other high-rank officials, have been terminated from their services by the Lieutenant Government Administration since 2021. Listeners, the Centre for Policy Research, a think tank that examines government policies, has downsized its staff by 75%. Its faculty members have taken massive pay cuts, ranging from 50% to full. But why is the think tank staring at a serious financial crisis? To know more, read my colleague Shiv Narayan Rajpurohit's report, titled Layoffs, Pay Cuts Inside CPR's Financial Crisis After FCRA Funds Tax Exemption Act. We are able to bring you such reports only because we are funded by our subscribers and not by the government or corporations. You can subscribe to News Laundry by going to the homepage and picking an amount of your choice. Pay to keep news free. Russia has halted a wartime deal that allows grain to flow from Ukraine to countries in Africa, the Middle East and Asia. In a conference call with reporters, Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov said, and I quote, When the report of the Black Sea deal related to Russia is implemented, Russia will immediately return to the implementation of the deal, unquote. It's the end of a breakthrough accord that the United Nations and Turkey brokered last summer to allow food to leave the Black Sea region. A separate agreement was signed to facilitate the movement of Russian food and fertilizer amid Western sanctions. Both Russia and Ukraine are major global suppliers of wheat, barley, sunflower oil and other affordable food products that developing nations rely on. Last year, the war in Ukraine spiked food commodity prices to record highs. It also contributed to a global food crisis also tied to conflict, the lingering effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, droughts and other climate factors. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.